Welcome back to the Total Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. Our special guest this week is a former New York USA teen. She's also a former national title holder. I am so excited to have on the show Corinne Stelaskis on the show. If you need motivation, if you need help in getting in the best shape, if you need someone you look up to to make you feel better and you love action heroes, then Corinne is someone you definitely need to look up to and listen to. She's an absolute amazing person and she's making differences in every single person's life that she comes upon. So I encourage you to listen to this episode and be inspired. And welcome to the show. Hi, Paul. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm very blessed. Thank you. Well, um, it's always a pleasure having a new guest on the show. Um, it's, it's always nice to have more friends on the show. So um, I guess we're, 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 where, where should we start? I know that you have so many uh, extremely talented things. I know that you wanted to point out that you do public appearances as Wonder Woman, and I... I think that's just a unique thing. So why don't we start off there? So sure. how did you how did you uh, get to 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 do that? Because there's there's um a, you can do public appearances um, as princesses, but Wonder Woman is such a specific character, and she's definitely considered to be a strong female character. Is that um, one of the reasons why you like to uh, appear as her specifically? Yes. Well, I have always loved Wonder Woman, but how it all started, I had a friend who did appearances as different superheroes at children's hospitals, Spider-Man, Captain America. And they looked at me and they're like, hey, you would make a great Wonder Woman. And so they asked me if I would join their team. And since then, I have been visiting different children's hospitals and the Ronald McDonald houses around the state of New York as Wonder Woman, just to put a smile on the children's faces and to hopefully be an uplifting force in their life because they are going through so much and just the little things mean the most. So it's really just about taking time out of our lives to invest in other people and make them happy and put a smile on their faces. Well, I I have to say, you know, changing a, a young child that has cancer or, or um, has a, a young disease and you just make putting a smile on their face makes such a huge difference because their life is so short. You know, they're just starting their life and to start off their life on the wrong foot and for you to put a big smile on their face is going to make such a huge impact. So I truly commend you for putting in that extra effort. Sometimes people don't realize um, how much joy a child gets out of the smallest things in life. Yeah, yeah. And it's really a wonderful experience. And not only the children, but also the parents and the nursing staff and the doctors and everybody that's involved. It's just so nice to bring something positive into their life when all of the negativity is just clouding their vision. So being able to be Wonder Woman and having my team with Spider-Man and Captain America and hopefully more people will join and bring more superheroes to the hospitals as well. It's a wonderful thing to just invest in the children's lives, but also make the parents happy and the entire staff at the hospital because they're going through it with them. 
volunteering is that something that you um had done a lot when you before you even got into dressing up were you volunteering with children that had um critical needs as a young age or just you know um being there for uh for younger children I have volunteered in so many different aspects of my life. When I was younger, I did a lot of volunteer work with animals and rescuing horses and things like that. I also grew up with a lot of foster brothers and sisters, which is something a lot of people don't know about me. So from a very young age, I've always had a passion for children and helping other people and inspiring other people as well. But really... Going as Wonder Woman was the first time that I got to visit children's hospitals and impact their lives in that way. But I have also worked with the organization SAD, which is Students Against Destructive Decisions. So I go around to middle schools and high schools around my state and try to influence the younger kids and the teenagers to make more positive, healthy choices in their lives. But I've always had a passion for helping children and teenagers and being a good role model to them as well. Does that come from somewhere? Like, is that, or was that instilled from your parents' level to, to try to always help the the next generation of children, or or um, or just the next generation in general? Or is that something that you just had a defined feeling from the get go that you should always take care of people that way? I think a lot of it did have to do with my upbringing and what. I was involved in when I was a child and how my parents treated other people and how they raised me. But a lot of it also just has to do with my development as a young woman and also having people speak into my life when I was a young kid and when I was a teenager and how it really impacted me and just wanting to be that person for someone else as I got older. So yes, I would say a lot of it came from my childhood and my upbringing, but also a lot of it came from just developing and being influenced by empowering people and wanting to be that person for someone else. Well, I mean, to have the opportunity to be there and and to have that strong in, impact is so incredible. And for you to give your time to do that is so, so humbling. Um, so I would encourage you and I'm sure that all of our listeners will really appreciate you doing that because some people are not willing to do that. So we really appreciate you um, oh, to do you. that. Well, um, I love it. It's just as much a blessing in my life as it is in theirs. I, um, I, in the Baltimore area, I volunteer for another organization called uh, Casey Cares, and they um, they raise money for specifically children that have um, diseases. Um, under the age of five. So, and, um, they focus on cancer, of course. Um, so I, I absolutely encourage you're doing the like most Christian, you know, like good faith thing to do to really help children. So, you know, I, I think it's, it's such a shame to have, um, to have kids start off on the wrong, wrong foot, especially when the two of us, I assume you, you, you didn't have to start off your life on the wrong foot and, and mm-hmm. I couldn't imagine having to start my life off with cancer. That's that'd be horrible or any uh, childhood. And um, so, you know, you're, you're definitely doing God's work. So commend you for that. Thank you. Thank you. So I guess that this has got to play a role in your pageantry as well. 
Is that a platform that you've tied in? Um, or is, or is this just something you do as an addition to other stuff that you're passionate with? Being a Wonder Woman impersonator is definitely just an additional activity that I involve myself with and that I love. But I think it does play into my platform, Fit Terrain, and my business, Fit Terrain, altogether. Because Fit Terrain is just about empowering people and bettering people and helping others become the best possible version of themselves. So I do that in many different ways. And I can see how being a Wonder Woman impersonator can stem from my my platform and my business of Fit Terrain as well. Now, is that was that founded directly um, from the pageant industry, or is that something that you came up and then you you wanted to promote it more, so you then used it as your platform? So Fit Terrain started back in 2016 because I loved the world of pageantry so much and because I had so much experience in the world of pageantry, I wanted to bring my experience to other young women and really women of all ages who are competing in the world of pageantry. And so Fit Terrain really did start out as a pageant coaching service, but since then it has evolved and now I have a variety of other services involved in my business of Fit Terrain, but Fit Terrain is just all about empowering people, helping them become the best possible version of themselves through a lot of different ways, interview, public speaking, modeling techniques is even a part of my business. Self-development coaching is something that I've been working on a lot recently with the younger generation because as we see a lot of younger women in this day and age are having a hard time hard time finding themselves and really understanding their value. So part of the Fit Terrain coaching business that I offer is self-development coaching, helping young women especially understand their value and understand their purpose in today's world. I mean, that's an awesome um, value that you're bringing to your, um, to your listeners and also to all of the people in New York and around the world, because you can take all of the things that you have learned on your pageant journey and your modeling journey and really help them to avoid the pitfalls and help them to exceed um, even further than they, than they could even dream to do. So that's pretty awesome for you to do that. So. Thank you. Yeah. And it's, it's wonderful for me because I don't feel like I have to work a day in my life. I'm always doing something that I'm passionate about and that I love. And that even goes to the extent of fitness. I am a huge fitness enthusiast and being able to bring that into my business and part of Fit Terrain is personal training. And I help women of all ages get into the best shape of their life and really just boost their confidence. It's so important for me as a coach to instill confidence in women because I feel like that's such a lacking quality in women today. And I think it's something that we really need to strive for and empower women across the entire world to, to find confidence within themselves and be happy with who they truly are. Well, it sounds like you're, you're, you come off as a very humble person because someone like yourself that has so much experience sometimes um, you know, they, they call a catcher the the leader of the team on a baseball team. But, you know, you you have to be willing to share that information. So, I mean, that's pretty humble for you to 
to have all this knowledge and be so successful in the modeling industry and also in pageantry and then be willing to show it because you could just hoard it and not like tell anyone. And, you know, it definitely shows how, um, honest and, and, uh, um, trustworthy you are that you're willing to like, I mean, just on the children's side shows how, how trustworthy you are because, um, you won't give your time, but I mean, you're willing to take the, 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 the back seat and help people achieve their goals. I mean, that's, I mean, you're absolutely, I mean, my listeners, you have to look at her profile on Instagram. She's an absolutely gorgeous girl. Um, oh, so like, you. so like, it's very humbling to, to hear someone that's willing to take the back seat and help someone else achieve their goals when you could easily just like, okay, so I know all this information and then, you know, then no one else will know about it. So that's, that's pretty awesome of you to, to be like that. Thank you. Well, I absolutely love what I do and I, I love fit terrain and helping women is really my passion. And so I look forward to pursuing that passion for the rest of my life. Well, how did you get into pageantry in the first place? Well, what, oh my what, goodness. what, oh. draw, what, what, I know this might be a long, this might be a long conversation, but it, it is. Um, what initially got, was this a mother daughter thing with, was your dad involved or is it just a personal goal? Like, So I grew up and I, I lived in the school district, Chittenango schools in central New York. And I don't know if you know this, but the wizard of Oz, the author of the wizard of Oz was from Chittenango, New York. And so oh. every year in Chittenango, we have the Oz parade and Oz fest Ooh. and they have a pageant and I asked my mom if I could compete in the local pageant, and she said yes, and she went out, she bought me the dress, and I went to the orientation, and the woman on, on the stage was walking around and posing and blowing kisses, and I grew up as a horse girl. I lived on the farm, horses were my life, I was always riding and mucking stalls, and taking care of the animals. And so when I first went to this orientation, I kind of started sinking into my chair. And I looked at my mom and I was like, I don't know if I can do this. This is so not me. And she looked at me and she goes, well, I already bought the dress. So you're doing it. <laughs> I, like and, your mom, I like your mom a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I went and I competed the next weekend against one other girl. And I ended up winning the competition. And of course, I felt so special. And I got to sit and wave on the back of a convertible car during the Oz parade. And it was so much fun. And the following year, because that was my only responsibility for that title, the following year, I had to give up my title. And I met the Miss Syracuse at the time. And she went on to win Miss America back in 2000. Wow. Yeah, she, Nina Debulari. So she was Miss Syracuse at the time, but then she went on to win Miss America. And when I met her, she was just so encouraging to me. And she said, you know, you're really good at this. You should keep going in pageantry. So that, what she said to me was really inspiring and sweet. And I kind of sat with that for two years. And I didn't go and compete in another pageant. But then... In 2014, I got the flyer in the mail to go compete for the title of Miss New York Teen USA. And I brought the flyer to my mom, and I was like, I think I want to do this pageant. And she looked at me, she's like, really? You want to do this pageant? 
And I said yes, uh, except for the entry fee to that pageant was super expensive. And one of the great things about it is they, they encourage you to go out and get sponsors. So I spend my time going around to local businesses and talking to family friends and asking for sponsorships. And finally, I raised the amount of money I needed and I went and competed in Miss New York Teen USA. And I really didn't know anything about pageants other than that small experience I had competing for the Oz pageant. And I went to the pageant without a coach, without much knowledge of anything pageantry. And I somehow won against 80 other young women from across the state of New York. And it was the greatest experience of my life. It really changed my life. And I fell in love with pageantry and have been in love with pageantry ever since. I mean, there are some people that are just skilled at being a great pitcher or a hitter or a fielder. And clearly pageantry is your thing. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean that, I mean, that's awesome. You know, the, um, did you feel like you were a fish out of water or did you feel that, that you feel like you really were at home? When I competed at Miss New York Teen USA, it was odd because I did grow up with such a different lifestyle living on the farm and always being known as the horse girl. But when you go and compete at that pageant, there's just such a diverse group of young women who are competing, and they all come from different backgrounds and different lifestyles. So I, I didn't feel like a fish out of water. I really felt comfortable, and I had a wonderful experience the entire weekend. And I think that's why I ended up winning the pageant. I had a great interview, and I didn't really have – I didn't think necessarily that I was going to win. I just went for the experience and I told myself I would do my best and forget the rest and just be the best possible version of myself. And I went and I had a fun time and I was myself. And I think that really showed through to the judges. Well, you know, for a team pageant, that's what they're looking for. They're, they're, they're really looking for someone who's, who's genuine. So, I mean, it's not like the Miz where they expect you to like be on your, your dot, your I's and your T's, you know, mm-hmm. The Miz is supposed to be, you're supposed to be bubbly, you're supposed to, so they probably really just fell in love with you, and, um, you know, you, you're, you are genuine, I mean, having this short, uh, as the clock says, it's about 19 minutes into the conversation, I can tell you're very genuine, so I can't imagine that your personality is any much difference in that, in that time frame, so I'm sure the judges just absolutely fell in love with you so and you got i'm sure you had more like more stuff to talk about your family and everything so they you know yes yeah, yeah I, I mean i don't know what a way went to, really to, well i don't know how to like this the, the, yeah um i do you find that um competing as a younger person was easier than competing now as an adult i I'm not sure if it was easier, but I think that I had less expectations of what should happen. So I didn't put as much pressure on myself going to compete. And I think that's something that could definitely make the experience easier overall. But when you're a teenager and you, and you haven't had much pageant experience, when you go into a pageant, you just go in so fresh and just ready to have a, a good time that you don't really put the amount of pressure on yourself that you do now that I'm a miss. 
but I don't know if it was any easier. And I know that the team pageants just keep getting harder and harder each year. Oh yeah. I mean, when you have a phenomenal person like yourself, when the next year is even going to be harder because they're going to have, they're basically competing with you, but you're not the one that's, um, you're not, it would be kind of cool if they, if you, uh, they had to beat you to win the next title, but that kind of wouldn't make sense if you aged that would out. Be cool. That's an interesting concept. I like that. <laughs> I always, I, I, I'm a very, I'm very much a pageant person, and uh, my philosophy is I believe that pageants are, um, are uh, a sport. Do you believe talent uh, that pageants are a sport? I think they definitely can be considered a sport. Okay, all right, an so, expensive sport. Yes, 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 yes. So my theory behind it is um, that if you if you think it's a sport, so um, that it would be cool that like in the Miz, especially if you're like of age, they have to beat the current girl. Otherwise, she gets to keep her title for another year. It would be just like just something different. Like not every pageant would do it, but it would be cool if like <laughs> because yeah, I always I feel, like that. That is an interesting yeah, concept. Just something different um, because. Um, I always feel that working with the title holder, um, doing their PR photos, that it always feels like the girl, whoever holds the title, is really learns to understand what her role is by the time she has to give it up. And it's a shame that like she's just at, she's on that um, that right preface of like how like what she wants her role to be. And it would be awesome to be like, well, I just want another year. So I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to win. Right. Yeah. So did you feel that way too? Did you feel that, um, having that title for the year by the time you gave it up that, you know, you had so much more to give or did you feel, or were you tapped out? I definitely wasn't tapped out. I think that I could have kept going for sure. It was definitely bittersweet because I was I was so excited for the future and what the future would hold and all the other opportunities that would come along. But I had such a wonderful time being Miss New York Teen USA in 2014 that I could for sure have gone a couple a couple more years. I would have definitely enjoyed it. Yeah, I um, I just think that like um, it it's like um, when you get to the top, then the fun part is like doing all the stuff at the top, but then de like, I just like the idea of defending the title. So, um, <laughs> it goes to my, uh, sports analogy, but, um, so you had a successful two pageants, um, winning your local, um, pageant. Now I, uh, the one question I never got to ask, but I would love to ask, did you get sure. to dress as Dorothy in the parade? Because I would, I would hope I that. Didn't. No, I didn't know. I was just wearing a dress and, okay. and waving, but that did would they, have been. Did you let? Do you have ruby shoes on, or red shoes? I, I've never no. owned a pair of ruby shoes. Oh, okay. I, okay. I just had. I, I'm just dying. Um, so how did how was your experience competing at a national level? Um, as teen, basically in your third was that basically your third pageant, right? Yes. Yeah, so that was my third pageant. It was a very big experience for me. We went to the Bahamas, Atlantis Paradise Island, and. Of course, being with all the other young women from all across the United States was a fantastic experience. And there was just so much to take in. And for a newbie in the pageant world, 
it was a lot, but it was a lot of fun. And I feel like I learned a lot about myself throughout the process of competing at the national level that I was able to take forward with me into my pattern career going forward. Now, after competing in USA teen, is that mm-hmm. something that you would definitely encourage other girls? Do you, do you find that do you hold the USA system to a certain standard or do you not think of it that way? Oh, I would definitely encourage young women to go and compete for Miss New York Teen USA and then to Teen USA. I had a fantastic experience with the system. The directors, Cindy and Debbie, were wonderful to me. They still are to this day. I I love that system, and you never know. Maybe I will show up in the Miss category someday. Well, Maybe I, I hope I hope you do. So, and I, and I'm sure Debbie would love to have you too. Debbie also owns the Maryland chapter. So, um, very aware, very aware of Debbie's team. So, um, I, and I, in fact, I, I spent two glorious years working with Adriana, um, while Adriana was Maryland, USA and America. So, um, I, I had a, um, opportunity to work with Debbie directly. So it was, a great experience and debbie's a, a wonderful person just like you ex- she ex- is so. so sweet so sweet so genuine love her so after that great experience um how, how did you do uh, on the on the national stage unfortunately i did not place at nationals okay but that was the year kaylee graham won and she was a fantastic title holder i absolutely loved her during the pageant week we spent a lot of time together and i think that they chose a, a wonderful young lady to represent them that year hey everything's a learning experience so that would just be an opportunity for another experience so so absolutely so after your year of service uh, where 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 did you move on did you directly go on to compete in another system or did you take a year yes. off or so i have actually gone back to back to back competing in different pageant systems ever since 2014 wow i just, I just keep going so in 2015 i went and competed at miss world america representing the state of missouri i had nat large title and competed nationally and i was actually the youngest competitor there i was 17 years old in the miss category and it was a great experience for me because, of course, it brought it up to the next level, being in the Miss category and being so young, but being surrounded by so many empowering and incredible women. It was a wonderful experience, and I feel like I learned a lot about myself. I did end up placing in the top 12, and I was very proud of my performance at that pageant. And I just kept going from there. So after I competed at Miss World America in 2015, I entered the Earth pageant system, I went and competed at Miss New York Earth United States. I won the state title. I went then and competed at the national pageant in Washington, D.C., and I won the title of Miss Earth United States in 2016 and then was afforded the opportunity to represent the USA in the Philippines for five weeks at Miss Earth. How how was that experience being a national title holder? Is that something that you could have ever imagine or is it just like any like is it just like another pageant it's just on a more grand grander stage being a national title holder is such a phenomenal experience because 
you're of course you're representing yourself and you're representing the organization but you're also representing the entire country and you're really a representative and an example of what it means to be a young woman a young american woman so being called usa and when you're competing internationally representing your country you no longer go by your name i was no longer corinne i was miss usa and being called that and responding to that was such an awesome experience because I was so proud to represent my country and it really did bring it to that next level. It was it was really incredible. I mean, it's definitely like completely rare air. I mean, I just had the opportunity to talk to one of your sister colleagues, um, 2018 sister uh, delegate winner. And um, I, I said to her, I'm like, I mean, there's there's not that many opportunities to to represent USA except for maybe like mm-hmm. the Olympics or um, yeah. FIFA FIFA World Cup or um, so. I mean, to be able to represent the entire country is such a an honor. And, it really is. And um, I mean, I don't know how to describe it. And you got to live it like for you know that short amount of time. So that's that's so awesome and you forever are an, a national title holder. So that's, that's, um, I, I was, I was saying in our last interview that the, uh, statistics for how many people compete in Miss USA is less than people that compete in the Super Bowl. So it's even, even a much rare spot to be a national title holder. So that, I mean, does that still like, can you, does that still give you chills or like shock you that you're you're in such a rare group of people that have a national title and and I mean because to me that's that's just crazy I don't know how to think like how to put that into words or like to describe that yeah it's it was such a wonderful experience and yes I feel very blessed to have been able to represent the USA and it it really is an honor very very much an honor. I'm, I love it. I love talking about it. It was a wonderful experience for me. And going forward from that, I went on to take on a title internationally with that organization as well. So I had the international title with the Miss Earth organization, Miss Earth Fire. And then moving forward, the following year, I was able to represent America again at another international pageant, Miss Multiverse. Now, I, I don't know anything about that system, so would you mind giving us a little idea? Sure. Of what the, yeah. So Yeah, so Miss Multiverse is a little bit different from most pageant systems in that it's a very extensive pageant where you compete in so many more areas of competition, not just the typical evening gown swimsuit and interview, but there was public speaking, there was a lot of fitness competitions like sprints we even we did a water obstacle course we went surfing we swam with dolphins there were so many more opportunities and so like a competition like a like american ninja kind of that kind of platform yeah yes we did things like that and then we even did things like marketing competitions having to put together a presentation and performing in front of an audience we did iq tests and eq tests we did personality tests. It was just such an extensive competition to find the most well-rounded contestant. 
and it was a lot of fun. And it was also a reality TV show at the same time called I Am Multiverse. So while you are competing for the title of Miss Multiverse, you're also competing in the reality TV show. And so you're going in, you're giving testimonials, you're talking on camera, you're constantly on camera. The cameras will come to your room to wake you up at 5 a.m. and tell you about a new area of competition that you will be competing in. So you have to be spontaneous. You have to be able to go with the flow. You have to go run on little sleep and just be ready for anything that they throw at you. It was an interesting pageant and a wonderful experience, and I grew a lot from it. And I was very excited to win the international title. I represented the USA in the Dominican Republic for three weeks, and it was so much fun. And then I went on to win the international title. So I was Miss Multiverse 2017. I mean, that's, that's, I mean, I mean, there's so many things done prize there. One, did you enjoy the um, fitness portion because your life revolves around fitness so much? Was that just a new experience to be able to take in all of that and be able yes, to take your... Yes, I love that. I love that. I think that fitness is such an important part to a title holder's life, or at least it should be. And it's a great way to be an example to women all across the United States. So I was ready to bring it in the fitness competitions. I won the sprint. I would hope so. I mean, I came in sixth place in the surfing competition. I had never surfed a day in my life. Okay. I was like, what do you mean you're going to have a surf? This is crazy. But it was so much fun. And I don't know if I'll ever have the opportunity to surf again. I live in the state of New York. But hey, you never know. Hey, you know, with climate change, you never know. It might, it might. (laughs) I mean, I don't, I don't mean to be flippant about it, but you never know. Um, but you're a very tall person, right? Or you're almost six foot tall, right? You're well with heels. I am. Okay. I'm actually only five eight. Okay. My pictures deceive you because I'm always in very tall heels. Okay. Because I, I was gonna say it's like I would I I wouldn't be shocked that you don't, did well in running competitions because I would I would think that you'd be like perfect for that. So you know what? I am only five eight. Which I think is a above average for a I woman's height. Yeah, I, I believe but so. But I, my body, the majority of my body is legs. There so you go. So my legs are very long. My stride is very long. I've always been a very fast runner. I, I always joke with my friend Adriana. If you cut off her legs, or there wouldn't be that much left with her. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, you know, hey. It helps, like you, you need, you know, get out of the way. You know, if someone tries to run you over, or or someone tries to steal something, you just run away really quickly. You know, so exactly. or win some competitions. You know, <laughs> yes, definitely. So win some competitions. I know. Well, yeah, you definitely need to win some competitions. So, how did the uh, the being in a reality show was that like a really new experience? Was that something that really drawed you in? That was like, ooh, this is a pageant, but then I get to do television too. With, was that the yeah. was that the selling portion? It was very interesting. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the only thing I didn't enjoy about it was the lack of sleep. I definitely love and embrace my sleep, but other than that, the constant go go go, always doing something new and different and exciting, was so much fun. The thing that is was so much different about that pageant in comparison to other pageants is that they don't give you a schedule or a layout of what to expect during the pageant because it's all thrown at you last minute for the recording of the reality TV show. So you never know what to expect. You're going into a new day. 
with no idea on what's going to happen during the day. And you just have to be spontaneous and adventurous and ready to roll with whatever they throw at you. You know, to be honest, it sounds like you'd be an awesome survivor um, com competitor just based on what you're talking about. Because the only thing you didn't do was be put on a desert island with no food. So I, I bet oh, you do. Man. I don't know if I could do that. See, because at Miss Multiverse, they had all of the food. I know. We I know. were at an all-inclusive resort, so we just ate a lot of good food. But I feel you, yeah. I think that that would be an interesting opportunity to think about in the future. I, I, I just, I can, I hear this uh, very competitive person coming out out of you. And I just like, she would be a really awesome person to see on Survivor. And I, I think you probably thank do you. really, I think you do really well. Well, thank you. I appreciate your confidence in me. And I, I well, if you, that. if you, you win a million, know. if you win a million dollars on Survivor, can I just be the photographer? I don't want any of your money. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. You'll be the first person I call. Oh, please. I just wanted to take one second from this great interview and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. No matter if you're planning a wedding, a special event, or you just need an amazing headshot, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go just go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to the show and listen to this great interview. Well, to me, it definitely sounds like that experience was 100% positive. Would, would, would you rate it any differently? I, I did have a wonderful experience. I would, I would say, other than the lack of sleep, it was very positive. And was that the first time they um, competed um, for that system? Because I, I genuinely... Yes, that was the first time I ever competed in that system. Okay. And is that is that is that on like YouTube or can you watch it on Netflix yes, or yes, they do have their episodes on YouTube. Oh awesome. Well yeah. Um do you know what channel it is or what we should search it on? Because we definitely want we wanna see you in action and see you winning. So um Oh thank you. Well yes, you could definitely check it out on YouTube. I believe all you'd have to type in is Miss Multiverse or I am multiverse and I'm sure it will pop right up. That's awesome. Well, I encourage everyone to do that. You know, we all drop into those uh, YouTube holes, and um, I think everyone should have um, an evening to just watch some good pageant drama and uh, and uh, competition. So, I'm sure there was drama too. So, I'm sure oh, it wasn't. Yes, not all sunshine and rainbows, <laughs> but I tried to stay away from the drama as much as I could. Well, any good. Uh, uh, well-educated woman tries her, her best to stay out of drama. So I, I, I'm sure you did. Okay. Um, so now if I'm wrong, I do apologize. Did you compete, um, most recent, um, after that in Co Cosmo? Is it Cosmo? Is that the one? No, 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 I did not compete in Cosmo, but most recently I competed at Queen Beauty USA. Yeah, Queen Beauty, right. Is that the last, is that the most, is that the one after, so after that pageant, did you do uh, um, Queen Beauty, or is there, or is there another one before that? Before we jump over, 
Nope, nope. So the okay. last pageant that I did, I did not compete in Cosmo, but I most recently have competed in Queen Beauty USA. Now representing the state of Michigan. Yes, I, I was. So you you did represent. Now, did did you just happen to to um not grab New York in time? Is that what happened? And they yes, gave you. Yes. Damn. And actually, the girl from New York is it doesn't even live in New York. So a lot of us were at large title holders and it was the first year trying to make it really big. And so I chose Michigan because they, it has a lot of similarities to the state of New York and no. in terms of their weather. And, in and fact, all the lights and no, everything. no, no, I, I, Hey, there's nothing wrong with Michigan. It's a great state to represent. Um, one of my friends, um, um, Marilyn was, uh, uh, taken. So she represented Florida. So, mm-hmm. um, how did how was your experience with the because it's a brand new system? Did you did you like the, yeah. the the concept of the pageant and would you recommend people competing in it? Yes. So this pageant is bringing it's all about bringing beauty back. I think that there's been a lot of controversy in the world of pageantry lately because people feel like pageantry is turning away from what it originally was intended for in terms of the beauty aspect of it or being a beauty pageant. So Queen Beauty USA's focus was really about bringing beauty back. And so they are a pageant for models. And we actually competed a little bit differently than you would in a normal pageant because we competed during New York Fashion Week 2.0. And it was so much fun because we were doing more runway style competitions instead of the typical pageant style competition. Now for our viewers that may not be totally in the what's a runway competition is that is that just the walk or is it or is it just the the whole um layout on how the show is presented everything so yes it was the way the show was presented because we were kind of collaborating with new york fashion week so we were walking in new york fashion week shows but also the way we were judged was based off of more high fashion runway concepts instead of more pageant concepts so instead of a pageant walk you would do more of a high fashion runway walk and your wardrobe also was more geared toward that well that's exciting i know that my friend um also you guys had to submit a lot of different photos too you had to submit like modeling photos and athletic photos so photo and your pull I guess the word I should say, your portfolio played a major role in it too, correct? Yes, yes. So we did have to submit many photos ahead of time. They were also keeping track of our social media accounts. And yeah, so the photos are important as well because not only do they want to see that you can walk and do well during the show, but also that you can photograph well and do well behind the camera. Well, we know you don't have a problem with that. I don't think there's a camera that has not fell in fell in love with you so oh thank you um no hey 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 i will be completely blunt uh and tell you the truth um on subjects there are some things that are there are absolute um 100 non-deniable so um there are people that the camera hey hey there like i said earlier there are some people that are just they are great pitchers and they are people that can hit a baseball but you know they may may look a little funny in front of the camera, but there are some people that are just absolutely stunning in front of the camera. So, um, um, the, the idea is, is to become multifaceted. Then, then, then you're a triple threat. So, 
you know. Right. Yeah, so, you know, exactly. you know, when the camera loves you and then you can also talk and then you can also, you can act or, or, or drive, you can be a driver, you know, you know, that's when, that's when you're, that's when you're triple, when you're being a triple threat, boom, you got it. Um, <laughs> so, you know, do you feel that doing pageantry, did you think starting the whole journey that you'd be where you are or did you have a totally different, uh, I don't know if you were thinking long-term like that. Did you think that we're, that your life was going to be somewhere else at this point? Yeah. So as I mentioned before, growing up, I, I lived on a horse farm and horses were really my life. I was always out in the barn, working with the horses, training the horses, teaching lessons. And I really thought that was the direction my life was going to take. And even when I signed up to compete for my first real pageant, Miss New York, Miss New York Teen USA 2014, I didn't see it changing my life completely, but it did flip my life upside down. I went from being just known as the horse girl to being a pageant girl, but really living the best of both worlds. And now I'm able to find that happy balance between my passion for horses and the barn life and also the pageant life. So are you not a city girl? Are you still living on the farm then and getting out? So yes, I am still living on the farm. Kudos to you. Side of me. But it's also, uh, you know, jet setting across the country and doing photo shoots and going to different events and having those fun experiences in the modeling and pageant world as well. Well, you know, if you can balance uh, life, um, dreams and um, and home life, then I can't imagine a better situation. And it sounds like you you're able to balance both of those. Thank you. Yes, yes, I'm I'm living the best life I possibly can, and I feel very blessed. Now, I assume, do you have a favorite horse then? Well, I have two. Oh. I have two horses. See, the plan originally was to just get one, and then you tell a horse girl to just have one horse. It's like eating one potato chip. And so I, well, you I know, had the fair, and then I went out and I bought myself a a two-year-old gelding and and now i have two okay and i love them both hey they're, they're just so cute lisa keeps on lisa on the simpsons keeps on asking for a pony so i'm sure she would take two if she was given them so <laughs> so i don't i don't blame you if you've got the means and the opportunity to have two you should yeah yeah do you do you, do you do you find yourself maybe um breeding in the future and and doing racing or or doing that or you're more of the love of, of actually riding. I definitely have a, a love of riding. I, I used to be a hunter jumper and I did the show circuits and everything for a, quite a while, but I have now retired to trail riding and the, the more relaxed version of the horse world. Gotcha. I had a couple of friends that would do the um, horse competitions, the, uh, the the uh, trotting and the um uh i can't think of the word they would do indoor um competitions and then long and now i can't think of the um it's years years have gone by but um um i think it was called fenting no um um where you would actually basically have the horse dance 
and then you'd be oh dressage dressage that's the that's such a lovely word um yes it's beautiful to watch it is did you is that something that that you got into um ever or or... i did dabble a little bit in dressage but my passion was jumping okay yeah now was that inside a smaller area or did you do long range jumping like um those um I, i don't know how to describe them where they have the like weird designs like a big duck or like a house and um, you, they have to they have to jump over a pond. Like, is that the kind yeah, of? Yeah, that's kind of more like eventing trail trials. Okay. I was more of a hunter jumper in a ring with a jumping course. Okay, so that's a ring. So you're talking about a ring. Okay, so yours is yeah. a small course ring jumping. Okay, cool. So that so what you were interested in doing is that's what they do in the Olympics then because they do small. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So that's cool. So did you find yeah, that did you did you find that as just being really thrilling to be able to to do a sport that was played in the Olympics? I oh, mean, it's definitely a thrilling sport for sure, right. and it requires so much dedication. And I was extremely passionate about it, and I still am. I'm taking more of the relaxed route now with trail riding and just enjoying the scenery on horseback. Mm-hmm. But I did love it, and it was a thrilling sport to be a part of. Well, I mean, just to watch it, especially with my younger friend that um, in the past, I know how challenging it is. So um, I, I can't imagine – um, I guess I'm going to get this wrong. I, I guess an average horse is, what, 600 pounds? Is that right? Is that – or more? Well, well <laughs> you, you're the expert. So what's an I average – I have a pony that's 600 pounds. Okay, so what's an average but, horse? Yeah, horse – I mean – Horses range in in weight. It really depends on the breed and okay. the size of horse. But I would say an average horse, at least in my barns, around eleven hundred, twelve hundred. Okay, so for a, like a hundred pound person to motivate that uh, eleven pound creature or animal to do that, that's pretty impressive to me. So that's because there's no way they do it on their own. They're not going to just go there and jump, you know. Right. Uh, so yes, the idea is to make. To make it look easy. Exactly. But it it isn't. (laughs) No, exactly. I just wanted to take one extra second and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Production. No matter if you're planning a wedding and you need a wedding videographer, you're doing a music video, or you're doing commercial, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422. 3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to this great interview. All right, guys, this is the part of the show where I let my wonderful guest take over the show. And if I happen to forget something she's going to remind me and she's going to let you guys know um what's going on in her life so um anything that we missed that we should have definitely covered and also uh is there anything coming up that you need some help or we should give a gold uh, spotlight on well i think the most important thing to tell the world is just that I'm a very passionate person, and I love to reach out and help as many people as possible, 
especially women and finding their purpose in life and pursuing their passions. And I do that through my business, Fit Terrains, which I offer a very diverse group of services. I am an interview and public speaking coach. I teach modeling techniques. I'm a pageant coach, a personal trainer, a self-development coach, a wardrobe and image um, consultant, and also a makeup artist. So there are so many different facets to my business. And it's really all about helping women become well-rounded and the best possible versions of themselves so that they can feel confident and they can be living their best life. I mean, shoot, you should just add photography and videography and then you can be a one-stop shop. Right? I know. <laughs> I mean, if you're already doing makeup, I mean, you're already doing makeup I mean, and you're doing dresses uh, that, you know, just come to me, darling. I'll, 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 I'll take you from, I'll take you from the farm to the, to the crown jewels. So exactly, exactly. Yes. Uh, sharing my experiences and everything that I've gone through in the world of pageantry and just in life in general has, has been a blessing to me and hopefully a blessing to others and using my degree in communication and psychology. And I also have a minor in Christian counseling. I use my education as well in my coaching services. So you're getting not only the firsthand knowledge and the experience of the pageant world and all of my other life experiences, but also the education that I've, I've received through my schooling. So I would encourage everybody to check out my website at fitterrain.com. Check out my Instagram page at fitterrain and also check me out, Corinne Stalakis. I'm all over social media and reach out to me. I'd love to chat with you and help you become the best possible version of yourself. And I would encourage everyone to do that. I mean, honestly, if you're in the New York area, it's a no brainer. And if you feel that she's a fit for you anywhere in the world, then, you know, she's definitely open to, to helping you clearly. I mean, look, listen to this great conversation we've had. And, um, you know, I, I have to say, just from experience, if you want to win a national title, then you might as well go to someone who's had a national title to, exactly. to get experience. I mean, you can only get to the, to the top if you know, if you've, been trained by someone or, or know the experience. So, um. and I think that's something that also just sets my coaching apart from other coaches is that I really try to stay relevant and current in the world of pageantry. And I continually compete and go through the experiences myself so that I'm able to take those experiences and invest in my clients and give them all of the tools to succeed. And I not only coach in person at my studio in North Syracuse, New York, but I also coach all over the world, not only nationally, but internationally over FaceTime as well. So if you're not near me, that's totally okay. Give me a call. We can set something up and video chat. Hey, you know, I can't, I can't imagine doing a, coaching job 20 years ago without video chat i mean no, having a video chat a is, it, i know it really is it's totally connected the entire world in so many incredible ways so well um your your story and your experiences are just incredible and i i only encourage you um for f more future experiences and i hope that you'd be willing to come on and when you win your next title, um, we'd love to, to hear the ongoing story. So, um, we, Absolutely. well, thank you so yeah. much for the interview. And no. It was wonderful, 
wonderful talking with you. No, it was a pleasure, and I really do appreciate you your time. So thank you so much for coming on Total Focus, and uh, I hope you appreciate uh, enjoyed your time. I sure did. Thank you so much, Paul. Thank you so much, Corinne, for coming on the show. Um, clearly, in your short life, you've gone on and made such an impact and just shows that you can start on a small farm and then go on to big and great things. And you can still have the farm and be big and successful like Corinne. And um, I can only see more amazing things coming to her in the future. So we look forward to having her on the show in the future. And thank you for her time. Don't forget our guests and listeners that this show drops every Thursday. So please listen to us both on iTunes or on YouTube. Please give us a thumbs up or thumbs down. Give us a comment and just enjoy our show. And always do not forget to please subscribe and to stay tuned.